Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our fantastic guest, first of all, it's her birthday. I mean, first of all, it's Bose. Second of all, it's her birthday. <laughs> it is. It is. I, 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 it's just, it's not that important to me, I guess. But you know what I realized halfway here? I was like, oh, my God, it's already one o'clock, and I haven't utilized this as much as I could. What? Yeah. Have you gotten free Starbucks? Can't you do that? Dude, I ordered my free Starbucks on my way here and then there was no parking and I was like, I'm going to be late. So I didn't get my free Starbucks. Oh my God. And then my, and then I'm going to go out to dinner with my neighbors, but I was like, hee hee, I'll pay. And then my boyfriend was like, you're not paying. And I was like, excellent. Everything's going going to my plan. (laughs) I feel like I should try to like utilize it maybe two or three more times, get like a little bit more free shit. Just like have a good day. Yeah, Cold Stone. I think Cold Stone, you can get us all Pretty much every place 
has like some free birthday stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I just mm-hmm. got to Google free stuff on I my birthday. Google mm-hmm. it every year. Oh my God. Just to refresh on what I can get. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have like an email address that I know like, well, of course I know when my birthday's coming up, but, but then I just start getting all the free stuff. Oh my God. Like your Sephora Melissa one? birthday mm-hmm. at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday bitch yep. at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I doing that's this. That's how I celebrate. Yeah. That's a, dude, that's that is, this isn't a right show, right? That's like such yeah. a hot tip. Like a week before your it birthday, is. go ahead and search. Mm-hmm. What can I get for free on my birthday? Yeah. Start planning out your week. Oh, God. Well, um, if you guys are new here, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh... I guess we should get into giving people some advice. Okay, nice. Let's do this. We'll be good at it. And if you're not, just it's your birthday. <laughs> no one can touch you. It's so like my a, answer to right. your uh, question is, it's, it's my birthday. birthday. <laughs> Hi, Megan, Melissa, and possible guest. So I just need some advice on a situation that has been lasting for like four years. So a little backstory. I've been dating my boyfriend for about four years. And um, since we started dating, he's stressed the importance of me having a relationship with his four sisters. So, which I get, you want your family and your girlfriend to be close, fine. But before I met them, there was some stress in the family with their sister-in-law who's married to his brother. And I guess she's just not the greatest. And they all kind of have some weird relationships with her. So that's just a little bit back, a little bit of a backstory. So fast forward to now, we've been dating for four years. And um, he always tells me that he wants me to, like, hang out with his sisters and like talk to his sisters and build a relationship with his sisters. And for a while I was trying to, but every time I try to reach out or like start a conversation with them, if I texted them, they just wouldn't text me back. Or if we were in person and I said something to them, they kind of just let the conversation die. They didn't really respond to what I was saying. Or if I jump into a conversation that they're having with each other or like their mom or someone else, they kind of just change the subject, which I can pick up on social cues. <laughs> that means that they don't really want to talk to me, but just fine. I don't care if they want to talk to me or not. It's just the fact that my boyfriend can't see that it takes two people to have a relationship. So if I'm putting on the effort in to having a relationship with them and they're not putting any like any effort back towards me it's not going to work so what advice would you give on how to either make him see that a relationship might just not happen or how can I make them want to talk to me in any way that's so it sounds so stupid but thanks Okay, prepare for a crash landing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are your thoughts on this? I I was trying to put myself in her shoes and... I'm not this nice. I'm like a little too stubborn. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'd be like, okay, they don't want to be my friend. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would just like tell him and be like, if he like brought it up again, I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry. I tried. Do you not see this? Like, look, they didn't respond to my text. And absolutely. I would kind of just, yeah. I, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you're too, cause 
Either you're too nice or he's really fucking dumb. Yeah. Okay. First of all, fuck your boyfriend. Because <laughs> the first thing that like that stood out to me is that you're asking like, and I'm pretending I'm her. You're asking me to get along seamlessly with four different women who are probably incredibly diverse that love you. Mm. <laughs> like, did you? He clearly doesn't understand women because yeah. like you're setting me up for failure, and you clearly don't love me. And you're the odd one out. Yeah, like, the, it should be a conversation with your sisters of being like, it's, "Hey, my four sisters who have known each other for your entire lives and are probably—it sounds like this—a very close family. Please welcome in and reach out to my new girlfriend. Not like, hey, can you walk into this pack of wolves? Yeah, <laughs> literally, L- literally. Yeah. Th- this it bothers me so much too because like I'm sad that you have to convince him when he just clearly is in touch with the reality of women mm-hmm. and, and they're they're his sisters. He has four. Si- that's that's terrifying. Hot. That's yeah. Terrifying. That's like if you had a brother. Yeah, that's true. It, it that is so fucking scary. And whether they love or hate him, they're probably very protective of them. Of yeah. him, you know, he should have sent a text from the jump and been like, "Guys, I really care about her. She's taking great care of me. She really loves me. She yeah. wants to be a part of this family. I, you guys are important to me. Like, how? What, what do we do? Is he just sending her out to this pack of wolves, or is he saying, "Hey, let's do a date and invite one of my sisters"? Yeah, like. And also at this point, if they're not responding to your text, because, ooh, that hurts. Yeah. And you know they've got, like, their own group of text messages. Oh, and they're just sending the screenshots. Oh, my God. I know. And then Mm -hmm. they're just ping-ponging off Uh of each other. And then the boyfriend's like, why aren't you guys friends yet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like, that's the part that also, they've been dating for four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think, uh, and I say this from, I think that there's, like, you guys need to, like, do some recon work because this is, it shouldn't necessarily be like this four years in. Mm-hmm. Like if this is still, they're just not responding. Like, I think it's, you have to have a sit down conversation with your boyfriend and like, you need to start hanging out with the sisters because maybe it's, they didn't get a great first impression from you. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe when you guys started dating, because he has a lot of women in his life, he's very used to like talking about his feelings. Maybe like if you guys went through some shit, he opened up to his sisters and his sisters have kind of like held some sort of resentment. Yeah. Like, and it's because of the other sister-in-law too, that they have the yeah. history with. There's something yeah. there that like you need to resolve because I don't, I think after all this time, the fact that they're still not responding to your text, like there's an issue that yeah. needs to be fixed. I don't think there's any, I think you just need to like address it head on. Yeah. And first of all, like the like f- very first thing, like as far as advice, like don't shoot the second arrow. This is not your fault. Yeah. Like it is absolutely not your fault. And then like, are you familiar with the second arrow? No. But is that like so whack? You don't, try again. Don't make fun of me. I no. went to this meditation room one time. Oh, I, like, about it. I, I thought you were going to say Tony Robbins. Oh God. Like, we'll have an issue then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I do not have $7,000 go to a convention and like and if you have seven thousand dollars you know how you can keep make seven thousand dollars keep the seven thousand dollars <laughs> that's right however did you know you can bring a friend at half price oh my <laughs> god i okay. can't but they say that the second arrow is actually like when something happens to you the second arrow is the thing that we put on ourselves like this is me this is like oh. my my problem and so like we always have the choice to shoot the second arrow or not and if you do shoot it then you're not going into the situation with as much clarity as you could so like first yeah. things first is like this is not your fault. You were thrown to the wolves. You were right in between your boyfriend and his force. Mm-hmm. Jesus, you are a strong person. Plus too. the mom too. Oh Man, God. I think about it. Even just that I've had a hard enough time with like boy, like guys I've dated and like getting along with their moms and yeah. like the idea that there would be four sisters plus that. Oh my God. Horrifying. And yeah. he's just like figured out. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm, and I'm also thinking about like, okay, imagine you're one of the sisters and he starts dating her and then immediately she texts you and she's like, oh my God, your dress looks so great today. I can't wait to see you later at the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's, there was, there was a big mistake on his end and I don't know, maybe you're his first serious girlfriend, like maybe he hasn't been through this before, but I think that's the, like, you weren't really brought into the family dynamic. You were mm. asked to include yourself in a sister dynamic and they're not your sisters either. And also if he's, let's say he's the, let's assume maybe he's the baby and they're like, and he's had a lot of girlfriends before and they're like, oh, we're not going to spend time. But and then, been four but that's years. What I mean. then it gets to be four years. Yeah. And it's like, well, shit. Now, how do we recover from this? Okay. I'm going to go straight up battle tactics on this. Oh, I love it. Find the strongest sister persuade her mm -hmm. like who is the leader of the sisters like yeah. super serious it topples it's topple down effect uh, you have to go for the jugular with the strongest sister and then if it doesn't work out move to like soul or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i pick soul it's very different it's like, go, i don't know <sighs> yeah i i i think i think the first thing you should do is have a conversation with your boyfriend and be like hey here's the thing i even if you don't love your family <laughs> Yeah. I think they're great. I think your sisters are amazing. I think the bond that they have with them is like with each other is really great. I know you really want me to have a close relationship with them. And I really want that too. Mm -hmm. I've been reaching out and really trying and I'm at a loss at this point of what to do because I, they're not responding to me and I'm really trying to go for all of this and basically just be like, have, give him all of like, this is everything that I've been doing. And like, it's not working. I'm not sure what to do at this point. Oh my God. I've listened to the show, but you're like a great communicator. Oh my God. That thank was, I was, you. I go I to was, therapy. That was, that was just like boom, boom, boom. Like the, the well, right. Yes. That. Do I, that. I'm also that like one. very straight and have dated lots of stupid men where it's like, you kind of sometimes have to handhold through because I don't think regardless of the fact that he has these sisters, he clearly doesn't fully understand that dynamic. And there has to be something of being like, here, I've really tried and I really care about this. And I know you really care about this and I care about it too. And, and even if it's like playing dumb a little bit of being like, what, what do you think I should do now? Like how, how at this point, you know, your sister's better than anyone. Like, how could I, how could I reach them? How could I like be able to form that connection? And then even just throw in and suggest like, maybe like we could take, pick a sister. Maybe we could take her, whatever, Madison. And maybe we could all go see like that new movie. Doesn't she love whatever celebrity or whatever. And yeah. kind of show that you know who they are and you've been trying to like get in there with them make it more accessible because yeah, like you're saying it is, you're going straight in for the wolves. And I think about it mm. even with like female friends and stuff, like my female friends, when they bring their boyfriends around and they were like, my friends aren't really getting along with my boyfriend. And I was like, bitch, did you introduce him to nine of them at once? <laughs> and what other guys were there? And she goes, just him. And I go, Oh, you, what do you terrifying. mean? He didn't feel included. <laughs> and I'm like, go out to dinner with one of your friends who has a boyfriend who's like long distance, who's not like salty and bitter of been single. And then have dinner all three of you and hang out right. and like have him get to know those interpersonal relationships also because here's the thing too what if you guys don't live that close to each other mm. you don't live that close then you want her to form texting relationships with them yeah and then it's only if you're only seeing them at family events and here's the thing about relationships that i've learned especially in family dynamics if you're in a long-term relationship and it's a relationship that you see for the long haul which usually makes sense if you're including them within your family you also need to join as a unit together. So there's your yep. family unit, your, your parents, whoever raised you, your siblings, and then there's you and your partner. And when you go to your partner's family, it's not 
oh, this is his family and me. It's this is his extended family and here's him and I and we're doing it together. Yep. Because you need to have his support to do that with you. And it's just... And this is the whole thing you couldn't say to him. It's like, it's been four years of me trying to do this and nothing's changed. So I need to change my tactic and I need to change how we go about this because I'm doing everything right as far as I know. And then maybe it's, and even if you feel comfortable, I would, I, if I were you, I think your boyfriend's kind of proven that he's not super Mm -hmm. on top of like the nuance of all this stuff. And like, you're clearly great with social cues. And after you do this with him, even if it's you just having a conversation with the nicest sister and just being like, Hey, I don't know if I ever did anything that kind of made it like, if, if you just think that like we're different people and like, I'm not really the kind of person you like want to get along with, which again is totally fine. Or if there's something that I either like said or did early on that made me come off as like standoffish, but like, I would just like to know, like, I would like to like be friends and it's really important for him, for us to like get close. And if that's not something you want to do, that's totally fine. But I just, I, I feel like I've been like really trying to go for that. And yeah. if it's, I would rather... I'll, I'll stop if you, that's not something you're into. Yeah. I, I think like, and Megan's given like so much good advice, but I, I want to really take it back to the, you're so nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so kind. Because for me, like, you know, when we, when I'm, and I'm in a relationship, like I'm going to give you the bad advice now. <laughs> oh my God. I, <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, how the, like now, like it's <laughs> this like, this is so me usually <laughs> like now you must choose like, the good communication or the like, oh my God, I, I feel like I'm absorbing the Leo mentality. <laughs> that it because, really is. Because I, Okay. In like when I first started dating a guy, I'm like, okay, like, you know, hierarchy wise, like he's got like, you know, family, school, friends, whatever. But like as the years go on, like I need to start climbing the ranks. Oh, okay. And like after four years, I need to be above your sisters. Okay. I'm your top priority. I'm hurting. Do you understand that I'm hurting? You need, you need to step in. I'm hurt. Baby is sad. (laughs) I am baby. Baby is sad. I am baby and baby is sad. And I need help. Okay. So like as, and, and like, I feel like it's, I'm kind of like fucking around, but also there is a point where when you are married in a relationship, like 10 years into it, like, yes, he cares a lot for his parents, but you are the number one priority. You're the new family. You you are. Mm-hmm. And then when you guys have kids, they even say that, you know, husband and wife should still be top priority and child is kind of second priority. Mm-hmm. So you need to be climbing the ranks. And if, if the sisters, if it's still get along with my sisters or else after four years, something is like kind of off here for me. I'm yeah. just, I'm not feeling it. Make him listen to this episode. <laughs> because <laughs> you were nice about him you weren't a bitch like, yeah she you, was so you nice. didn't incriminate yourself at all <laughs> and we're just ready to ream him yeah yeah boy get better or she's gonna dump your ass seriously oh yeah message to him message mm-hmm. sir unacceptable unacceptable <laughs> fucking acceptable unacceptable step in there be a man protect your woman mm-hmm. you do you want to be in this for the long haul mm-hmm. do you want this or do you want to fuck your sisters instead do <laughs> There wow. we go. Adonis. Maybe it, it has to be said. Maybe it he had, does. It truly Which one's your favorite? Had to be Admit said. It. <laughs> don't, don't show him this. <laughs> She's like, um, here, baby, it's okay. They ended there. There's like a glitch now. They stopped talking. <laughs> oh, good God. Should we go on to the next? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly 
when we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing and I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait and we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor and we know y'all are already going to love this plus we've been recommended this so many times mm -hmm. so I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Hello, Megan, Melissa, and possible guest. So I have this best friend, and she tends to like to one-up me. And I take her on all kinds of vacations and buy her all kinds of stuff, but she doesn't really do much for me in return. And I really don't want to lose my best friend, but if this is what y'all feel is needed, then maybe... I should, but I should need some advice on what to do. Um, she tends to go after guys that I have had past relationships with or even are trying to have a relationship with or even these people that I'm friends with, she tries to steal from me. Um, I've heard that she talks crap about me to other people, and when we're around guys, she tends to just, be a completely different person and treat me completely different and I don't know she really just expects a lot from me but doesn't want to do anything for me in return and whenever I've tried to have conversations with her she likes to try to play the victim card and switch all that I'm saying back on me so I'm always the one that ends up apologizing and just having to move on and keep my feelings to myself so that I don't hurt her feelings and I really just don't know what to do at this point. So if you'll have any advice, I would really appreciate it. Um, okay, thank y'all. Bye-bye. You just want our permission to stop being friends with <laughs> She's not girl. your friend to yeah. begin with. She's not your friend at yeah. all. This this sounds like, well, she said best friend. Sounds like a, um, <laughs> it sounds like a case of a friendship that has run its course. <laughs> oh, it, my God. It, it, is, it is also, oh, yeah, we need, to, we need to cut this one out so that we can make room for good ones. Yeah, like, what do you like about her? Well, it might be that she, maybe she doesn't feel like she has anyone to replace her. It kind yeah. of feels like a void. It's, you know, it's the 
that comfort of this person's always been my sidekick and by my side they're always down or something yeah and and it, it's scary to leave that comfort and it's also something i've found sometimes it happens with toxic friends is they refer to you like they tell you you're my best friend you're my best friend and you start to believe it yeah and it's like oh, oh i don't you, you might not even have initially considered her your best friend but when she refers to you as your best yeah. friend over and over again you're like you are my best friend dude i was friends with this psychotic oh, dude i've been there psychotic girl and you know it's funny i met her on bumble bff i like tried to make friends when i moved out to la like i, <laughs> I feel like that would i would feel like that would i don't know if i would i, I don't know i think i would think that it'd be the opposite because I, you would like have to put yourself out there yeah you have to put yourself out there but i mm, don't really recommend it she, just yeah, you know she was crazy oh in in fucking sane so after kind of no and she was my neighbor she lived like right across the street so she was just convenient always there yeah. always down love to drink i love mm-hmm. to drink uh, <laughs> and, she, and like one day we're at the grocery store and and we're checking out and we had got like wine and stuff to make dinner for the night like super cute whatever yeah and the cashier said like is ringing it up and she was like oh y'all about to party she was like are y'all best friends and this girl was just looking at me like Holy <laughs> like she was shit. like like i like say it I, say, say it, it. <laughs> And I was like, and I just straight up was like, no, we're neighbors. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I was like, hell no. I ended up cutting her off like two months later. I was like, good, can't good. do this. But it, that's that's true. They will tell you we're best friends. Aren't yeah. we? We've always been best friends. And it's part of the gaslighting thing yeah. of like the reason why you keep apologizing and all that stuff. She puts that into your head. And when someone I've had friends like that where literally I was like, they're like, you're my best friend. I'm like, I'm, you're not, no, you're not. I'm like, no, there's no, no way at all. No. And I, I think, I mean, yeah, like you said, she's, she's not your friend and she's not displaying any traits of a friend at all. And I think she's like gotten into your psyche and convinced you that you are. And also if you spend a lot of time together, doesn't also mean that she's your best friend at all. Oh God, This girl is using her though. She's taking, you're taking her on trips and it sounds like you're paying for it. I know. She's like, she keeps one upping. I was like, well, at least she'll one up and take you on better trips. No, she doesn't do anything. No, she's taking your guys that you've been with. She's taking your other friends. Like she's just a moocher. She's a parasite. Yeah, absolutely. And sounds incredibly insecure mm-hmm. oh a hundred percent i can smell it from a mile away mm-hmm. and it's that smelly smell that smells like insecurity insecurity <laughs> it's a like bo <laughs> so that was a spongebob yeah. reference <laughs> no, I, I, I usually get spongebob i missed it <laughs> but uh, dude okay but yeah very insecure person uh, yeah i've been you like i've been like very generous and all of that sort of stuff. And like, there's a proximity friend and a convenience friend like you with your neighbor. And so something that happens that I find with, with toxic friends, Mm. a lot of toxic friends are proximity friends and a lot of toxic friends, even if they're not emotionally giving you a ton or anything like that, but they're infiltrating your life in the sense that like, they'll come over to your place. They'll just come over and hang out and they'll show up there and all of that stuff. They don't make you work really hard. I, I, these are my thing. They haven't, they didn't make me, I've had a couple who made me work really hard for it, but that was like friends turn toxic. But other times it was like, they kind of just infiltrated mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. and it was easy. And it was one of those things that I was like, oh my God, you're hanging out with me every day. I'm not putting a ton of effort. Like it's just kind of 
happening and then you get caught up in it and then it becomes like oh we're spending every day together yeah and you're like but if you live 20 minutes away i wouldn't drive to your place exactly yeah like, this the girl that i was friends with i was like the minute you move i was I like know. don't fucking text me exactly like, absolutely not and you know it's actually interesting because i'm just now kind of having this like sort of epiphany where i'm realizing like they don't tell you that as you grow and evolve if you're there are some people that do not grow and evolve yeah some people that are just like stuck but like and i can tell you're like mm-hmm. a person like that like every three four five years it's like a total fucking rebirth Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the sad thing is is you shed friends then if you're constantly growing and evolving there are going to be people that aren't growing with you because a lot of people don't always evolve and you 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 have to kind of cut them off because otherwise they'll drag you down they'll either like rescind you like five years or they'll try to just pull you they try to pull you back where they are it's it's that phrase misery loves company yeah really is and uh something i learned when i dropped out of college uh which i mean also i thought i thought that i learned it when i dropped out of college but it definitely took me a lot more years to like really learn it is that it it is far more lonely to be friends with shitty people than it is to be alone like mm-hmm. the idea of being alone terrified the shit out of me like yep. i dropped out, i had zero friends dropping out of college and i was like no i'll just be friends with whoever like anyone i could get i would be friends with and then it got to this point where it was like this sucks it is soul sucking it's emotionally draining and i'm not getting any of my needs met and if anything i'm just emptying from empty it's yeah. not like it's not like the static thing where it's like, okay, well, it's not adding anything, but it's not taking away from my life. Not true. It's taking away. Yep, if it's absolutely. not adding, it's taking away. There is no friendship where it's just neutral. It's either taking away from you or you're giving too much or you're taking too much. And that's just how it goes. And it's so much better to be alone. And you even mentioned like you have other friends that she talks shit about you too. And I think that's also probably them trying to be like, Hey, you need to cut her out of your life in this relationship. But I mean, it's definitely like scary to kind of end a a quote unquote friendship that Mm -hmm. is toxic, but it's like you said, it sucks you back in. And if you don't end it now, you're going to start finding that you're surrounding yourself with a lot of people like this, because this is what they call themselves your friends. And then you start associating this with friendship and then this becomes what your friends are like and how people treat you. Say peace out. (sighs) Goodbye, Becky. Goodbye, Becky. We loved you. We had you. We'll miss you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Hi there. So I just need some advice and perspective on a part of my relationship. So side note, I'm 23 and he's 22. He's a Sagittarius and I'm Aquarius. So just for your details. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for a little under a year and happy together. And this issue is not a make or break for me, but I feel like we have hit a bit of a wall with our sex life. So let me explain. Um, I'm extremely chill with sex. I'm comfortable trying just about anything at least once and talking about what we both like and what works best is super important to me. Um, to me, it's worth it to communicate to make our sex life as good as it can be. Um, and if you can't talk about it like an adult, then you aren't mature enough to be doing it. So keeping that in mind, we were each other's first. So it's not like either of us had a ton of experience going in. Um, and even though I think it's fun to talk about sex, my boyfriend, however, is, there's no other way to say it. He's kind of just like chased. Um, and he gets visibly uncomfortable talking about sex. So, for example, I asked about his sexual fantasies and things that he wanted to do in bed the other day, and he kept just saying, like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, he doesn't want to eat me out because of, quote, how it tastes. Um, I've genuinely, like, gently brought it up a few other times, and he always sincerely says that he wants to try and that he actually does, like, feel bad letting me down in that way, but says that it's just not something he's comfortable with. Um, also, when I go down on him, I don't give an average blowjob. And I don't say that to be cocky, but to me, it's super fun to get someone off and do whatever it takes to make it really, really good. Um, and while he said 
like a couple of times with a great head, he's also like mentioned, like, I'm surprised that you would do that or that you'd be comfortable with that. And like, that's kind of weird. Um, he also is like really quiet during sex. Not like it's like dead silence, but sometimes it feels like he's not really in the moment or it's hard to tell when he's genuinely enjoying something because he just is very quiet. Um, the only time that he's not guarded and gets really into it and will like talk dirty or be more passionate without thinking is if he's had a few drinks. Um, all of our sex is good, but I wish that he could be less self-conscious and more open to trying new things. But every time I bring it up, I just feel bad because I would never want to like push him or pressure, um, or make him uncomfortable because that's just not fair. But how can I bring it up and normalize talking about sex and make it fun without pushing or pressuring someone that I really care about? Yay. Oh my God. Imagine having to get your boyfriend drunk no. so that he's like, cool. Okay. This is, this is my worst nightmare. No, it's not. It's up there. This mm-hmm. wouldn't, this wouldn't happen. I would be, oh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be in this for a year. We yeah. wouldn't, we would like, <sighs> I'm hot. I'm, I'm sexy in bed. Yeah. Why don't you? I can't believe she's giving blowjobs and, and he's not, not going down because she, likes she wants it. it. Yeah. And that's the part. It's yeah. like, I can't believe that she is going down on like him and then not getting what she wants. That's, <sighs> I think it's cause she likes it. I like it too. And I think it's a hot turn on sort of thing, but I think my stubbornness would get like, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be my sex brain. It would be like my stubborn brain to Mm -hmm. be like, no, I'm not going to fucking do this because I'm not getting, I'm not getting my needs met. Yeah. I, okay. So I was trying to think why would a guy be so sexually shy? Cause this guy seems really sexually shy. Potentially religion. Cause they're each other's first. And I also was thinking if he has any, if he ever had any sort of like body conscious issues or any sort of, yeah, that image issues, body dysmorphia, if he like had lost a bunch of weight or he had gained a bunch of weight, if he was just uncomfortable in his like own naked body thing or reli- like, yeah, growing up religious or honestly, I'm going to be honest, none of those are ringing Uh-oh. as true to me. As, I'm not saying as maybe it. he's 22 oh. or 20 and d- doesn't know what he wants. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they're 23. Yeah. But having sex for the first time at like 22, 23, um, as, I mean, it's not, doesn't necessarily mean religious, but to me, it's like there's a higher likelihood that you did, you grew up in a more conservative place where maybe it wasn't cool. I to will have say sex. I, I hooked up with this, uh, really fucking hot, uh, <laughs> executive guy one time. Was he a virgin? No, oh. but he grew up Mormon and he left the church and he, um, it was funny. We went on like four dates and we literally slept in a bed together, but never did anything. Yeah. We never did anything. Uh, we like made out, I think once, I don't even remember it. It just, he was so weird about stuff. Um, so it could be a religious thing, like, especially if he's Mormon or something, yeah. they tell they, I, I don't know much about it, but from his perspective, like he had it ingrained in his brain, like how bad sex was. Yeah. He shouldn't be doing this. He felt guilt. Um, extreme but, guilt. And it doesn't, but for the same time, as much as I say that, it doesn't necessarily seem, this guy just seems awkward. It doesn't seem like guilt. It just seems that he's, mm-hmm. so I think you're, I think you're onto something with maybe he doesn't know what he likes. And I would say that as a girl who enjoyed a former, a cocktail in her former life, I definitely, my, I was, and the reason why I liked drinking was 
I very insecure person. And then when I was drunk, I was not insecure at all. Like I mm-hmm. felt hot. I felt so confident. I felt like Ooh, this is who I wanted point. to be. And this is all of this. And I think <laughs> this is really bad advice. I think you need to have a conversation with him while he's drunk, because it sounds like that's when he's kind of just saying what he wants to say and he's getting more into it. And I think, I think it needs to be a conversation that's like a sexy conversation, but keep your fucking clothes on and have Mm. a conversation before you start having sex. Because I think you need to, it sounds like you kind of need to like, he needs to feel comfortable enough to start talking about with you. And I'm not saying like take advantage of the fact that like, Oh, he's drunk and he doesn't want to talk about this kind of stuff sober. But if you guys are both drinking, you're over eight, like you're, you're saying that he's more comfortable, like dirty talking and doing all this stuff when drunk, I would just kind of roll with that and ask him what he's into. And then also preface the fantasy part. I don't know if you're saying what you would be into or like you really like, and kind of like break that wall down to suggest that kind of stuff. And then I would also just throw out and suggest some stuff. And I would suggest things all the way from, you know, do you want to watch some girl? Like, would you like girl on girl porn? Do you want to watch like threesome? Like, what about some like Eiffel Tower kind of stuff? Like, would you want to a little role play? Yeah. Somebody that you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, I, I really like the idea that maybe it's the, uh, maybe he's not feeling very secure. You do a little test, you know, do a little, do a little test when you're having Mm -hmm. that drinking conversation and compliment him, like tell him how great he looks, tell him like how great his body looks, something like that. And then see if he opens up a little bit more. Cause it'll give you a hint if it's a confidence issue. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And also like try having sex with the lights on. Like, is he like, Mm -hmm. is he very insistent of like, I really would like, would rather the lights be dim or the lights be down. Like it could be like a, yeah, like a a physical, self-conscious thing and then also like there is a huge obviously there's a huge aspect of like this uh hyper masculinity and a huge part of like hyper masculine culture is fucking lots of bitches Mm -hmm. and like if he's never explored sexually and you're his first partner there might be a part of him that feels not super less than yeah and he doesn't necessarily feel in touch with that or feel like he's enough of like a like a manly man quote Mm -hmm. unquote to kind of like know that sort of stuff and then also as long as he knows it's like a safe space for whatever fantasy because also maybe the thing is he knows what he's into and it's like hella freaky (laughs) and he's afraid to bring it up gosh you know what like do you want to pee on me (laughs) what maybe watch some porn together and see what he picks Mm -hmm. let him pick if he goes immediately to like large breasts Mm -hmm. then He's just, he's just like, oh, this is safe. That's not really what he watches. No No guy is just searching big titty. Scroll, (laughs) scroll through and watch. This is so psycho. This is so psycho. When someone sees something that they're attracted to, their pupils will dilate and get a lot bigger. (laughs) And basically like take like a psych test. Just show him pictures, flash him and see when his pupils dilate and know that's what he's into. And I think you need, I also, the part that I like, we haven't touched on that I do think is a little weird. The part that he keeps being surprised of the stuff that she's wants to do or the stuff that, that she would be into. That part's a little... I don't know. It's a little weird to me. But if it's all new, it can be just like the surprise of the newness. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because he hasn't been affected by any of it before. Yeah, Or maybe he just ends up being really, maybe he's really vanilla and his favorite sex edition is missionary. And like he wouldn't like spank you if you gave him a hundred dollars. And and because you guys are each other's first, I think there's an assumption that 
oh, we're going to, it's our first time we're sharing this together. Our whole sexual experience is going to be together and we're going to learn it together. But you're learning, even though you're each other's first, I think you're learning at different speeds and Mm -hmm. discovering and and liking different stuff. And so it also could be, even though you've never had sex with other people, you guys could just not be sexually compatible. Yeah. Like he could just be very content with like super vanilla sex and you're like, I'll try anything once. And have you mentioned anal? Because I feel like if he turns... If he turns down anal, I'll be confused. Yeah. Mm, Unless, maybe get a, I mean, this is, maybe get a dental dam if you want him to go down on you, like a flavored one. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> then My it tastes God. different. How does he know it tastes bad? He just doesn't like how it tastes. He didn't say it tastes bad. He doesn't no, no, like it. But, he, but did he tried it and he, he didn't like it? He tried, yeah. Oh my God. Did he stop partway through and said, I can't, it tastes bad? <gasps> oh, my ego. I would have murdered him on the spot. I'd be like, you yeah. must die. No one, <laughs> no one can know about this. Story. You die here. <laughs> Nobody could know. I would. And then like, oh my God, at least like lie to me. Like, tell me you have like, a, like your neck hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're, no, or you're congested. If you your can't neck breathe. hurts, yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm getting on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll sit on your face. I'm getting on top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just oh, say well, you're congested and you can't breathe. <laughs> oh, I don't want yeah, you to yeah. sneeze into my vagina. My nose is all stuffed up. Yeah. And if I'm using my mouth, then mm-hmm. I can't breathe. You know what makes your die. nose clear up? An orgasm. <laughs> does oh it? God. Yeah. Oh, I've heard it does. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh my God. It does. It does. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's funny. That's really funny. That is funny. That's wow. Hot tip. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Hot tip. Uh, this is this is a difficult thing. Well, um I, ooh, okay. The, what oh man. I um I, I need more information. <laughs> I know, I know. I think we yeah. Do do give take our advice and then give us a call back and Ooh, let us know what happens. Yes, follow up call. We love yeah, that because that's what we I we need to figure out because I think um and also maybe read the comments of the YouTube video. Mm. I feel like people might have some stuff to say. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, guys, help <laughs> us out. Yeah, and if you're listening to this call and you're like, I feel like I can pinpoint what this might be feel free to comment mm-hmm. yeah on, yeah on youtube mm-hmm. let us know let us know what you think we we'd love to hear because there might there might be some things we might. there might be some thoughts <laughs> that we have not said yeah you know that yeah. might not have yeah mm-hmm. you know so yeah. let us yeah. let us know <laughs> should we uh go on to the next one Time for a break. okay we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. I am in a relationship and I don't want to be in the relationship. But there's a few factors that are preventing me from breaking up with him. So... We've been together for like a year and a half. I'm 21. He's 20. Uh, he is kind of immature for his age, like definitely immature for his age. He doesn't make a lot of money, which will come up later. But I'm just saying I make more than him right now, and I probably will make more than him once I graduate from school with my uh, license that I'll be earning. Um, anyway, I currently work at a place where his mom is my boss and I'm like terrified that if I break up with him she's gonna make my like workplace difficult or even awkward like I can't even stomach the fact that it would be as awkward as I'm imagining and I just don't know what to do I have to work here for like another year at least until I'm done with school and I don't know I'm just not happy in the relationship anymore. 
and I'm not sure if breaking up with him will be the solution, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I just, I'm sorry that I'm so scattered. Basically, he's messy. He's dirty. He lies to me sometimes, like little small lies that really get under my skin because our promises to each other are that we don't lie and we don't cheat. And he hasn't cheated on me, but he's definitely lied to me in ways that I don't appreciate. Anyway, uh, the reason I mentioned his money and everything is that we live together and we do split the rent. Um, but I'm afraid that if I break up with him, he won't have a place to live. His parents have uh, a house that doesn't have enough bedrooms for him because they have a lot of kids. Anyway, I don't know. I've, I've talked to a few people and they've told me that I just need to do what's best for myself. And I feel like breaking up with him would be the best thing, but I'm afraid for him and for me because I don't want my life to be awkward and I don't want his life to be hard in a sense of like, he's not going to have a place to live. And I don't know. Bitch. I mean, girl, <laughs> not bitch, ma'am, ma'am. Here's what <laughs> happened. <laughs> I don't know what came first, the job or the boyfriend, but uh, this is, you got yourself, yeah. The, like, you got yourself. Yeah. Like, surprise. This, this is, this, um, it's gonna, like, it's gonna be awkward. And also, uh, be, like, awkward. And this is someone who has social anxiety. So, like, awkward is literally, like, one of the worst things for me. An awkward situation is really not that bad. Like mm-hmm. an awkward as a feeling, it sucks, but it's not awful. It's not torture. It's not physically painful. Like it sucks. But also you did mention, here's what I'll say. Great advice. She did mention though that she, uh, he's got a lot of siblings. I feel like the parents won't care as much. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Hot take. But, but do you Hot know what I mean? Take. Like if it was Absolutely. your one son, yeah. but if you've got like eight kids, Okay. I would just be like, I don't have time to yeah. worry about this. T- take that point and cement it. That's your baseline. Yeah. Let's remember that. And I, you know, there's always a myriad of options. My first like default was okay, fake an ailment, like something really bad, <laughs> so that he breaks up with you. But <laughs> but she can't really but, fake it because then the mom would know. Yeah, I'll, I'll say um, you put details in your other call that you didn't put in this call that I know and I've shared with everyone. So here. we know what you do. We know what we you won't do. mention it. And um, for anybody listening, she cannot quit the job that she's at and go yeah. work somewhere else yeah yeah so i man i was originally picturing like you know make sure she's like wheelchair everything like all bandaged up and then she gets home and just takes it off but he's there (laughs) surprise so not an option um yeah i think that being a being afraid of the awkwardness at work is oh my god it's so funny you said he has she has other kids she won't (laughs) fucking care she can't even house her own stuff and like oh my god honestly piggybacking off of that um the if she if he if okay her big concern was they're living together and if they break up then he's got to move out and he would have nowhere to go his mother wouldn't take him in but she would yell at you or very, make you uncomfortable maybe she the mom very doesn't true. want him there though yeah but then that you can bond with the mom over this fucking loser i know like and also plots where it's like you break up with him and she high fives you in the hallway yeah. the next day <laughs> like thank god my son's a deadbeat but they can't fire you it, it yes it may be a little and also you're speculating that it's awkward like if you don't have enough of a relationship with her to determine like what their relationship with is like what the aftermath is going to be like 
I don't, I, I feel like it's like not even that serious. Like maybe she, I, and I can get how in your head, this is like really stressful. I think focus less on the mom and focus on your living situation. Will you be able to pay this rent afterwards? What, what is plan B? Can you like, wh- yeah. what other factors? Fuck the mom. I don't even think she cares. But I think this is the thing. Like everything you're worried about has nothing to do with you. Like mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with your happiness or anything. Like you're worried about him and like his living situation. Not your problem. Like yeah. it's really not your problem. He's a big boy. And if he's not a big boy, break up with him like if he can't figure that shit out like that's not your responsibility to like take care of him at all like if anything that's going to be his mom's responsibility and it's also not your responsibility to like manage the relationship you have with his mom because none of this yeah it's just it's just you're thinking about everybody else's feelings before your own and that's not doing anyone a service at all so i mean i would truly the first thing I would do is talk, like talk to your boyfriend and break up with him. And then I would ask him and say, would you be okay if I talked to your mom about this? Because I, I don't want, I I, I don't want, like if you, if you want to tell your mom, totally fine, mm-hmm. but we do have a working relationship and I don't want, I, I want to make sure that I can have a conversation with her about it. So like, is that okay? Or would you, do you want to talk to her first? If you talk to her yeah. tonight, I'll talk to her at work tomorrow and just have it there. Not being like, Oh, you'll talk to her. And then I won't mention it to her. Cause I think that'll be awkward, but having a conversation with her and just taking her to coffee and just being like, Hey, I, this sucks. Like this is so, and even address, like, this is so incredibly awkward. I really didn't foresee this happening. I really thought that like, like you're, he's great. I just, at this point, like we're just not compatible and mm-hmm. I care about him and I care about you and I care about like my working relationship and everything like that. And I just know that my heart really wasn't in it anymore. And this, I really hope that like work isn't going to be weird and like things between us can still like remain professional, but I just wanted you to hear that yeah. from me. And then you just have to like, it's not your responsibility at all. Also, that's so adult. Like sitting down with her and saying like, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. I know this fucking sucks. That is so adult. Like, and I think you're afraid of having that conversation because it it is scary. You got to put on your thug gloves, be a woman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, she's going to respect that. And she's probably going to actually be mad at her son that he didn't keep you mm-hmm. and you can have conversations with her like that. Like that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking woman. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is like a kind of weird, scary bump in the road, but it's not forever. And it's a lesson that you're going to take and carry with you forever. Like the courage to sit down and do that. You're going to have that forever. It's like one time I had that job where I had to do cold calls mm-hmm. and now I'm not afraid of anything. For some people, there are blank spaces and you have the power to fill in those spaces with a positive or a negative or just the truth. And sometimes, especially anxious people, people we tend to fill in those blank spaces negatively so either you're going to make her just sit on those for the next year and infer things about you infer things about the relationship and just and and they're going to fester or you can clear it up right now and Mm -hmm. it takes a little bit of strength and a little bit of courage but it's so fucking worth it not only for this situation but in the future too yeah and how do you not know that like he's talking to his mom about you and all of this kind of stuff i just think you need to you need to become a part of the conversation because yeah. like mm-hmm. it is family and then it's a relationship and then it's work and he doesn't share work with you and her. So you and her have a relationship outside of your relationship with him. And it's just super fucking, you know, it's all like incestuous and you just have to insert yourself in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, good God. I really don't fucking envy you. Um, and I just really want to know what went through. I just want to know how the order of this happened. Like, how did you start dating your boss's son? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I want to know. Or like, did she get a job? I don't Did she get help? Know. You get, yeah. I want to know the order of it because then I'm, will either, I don't know. I might judge you a little bit, but I don't, <laughs> I think it must be like a very organic thing. Mm-hmm. 
Cause like from what your job that we know of, it, I don't, there's doesn't, I don't think there's a lot of places you could work. Best of luck. <laughs> have a hard talk. Put yeah. on your thug gloves. I like that. And let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Would love an update. On to the next one. Um, my ex and I, we dated for a little over two years and we broke up last March. And since then, I kind of started dating his nephew. I mean, his nephew is older than him because he had like, you know, older brothers. Um, but I'm kind of ish dating his nephew, but we know that we can't really be anything official because, you know, of my history with his uncle. Um, and also since then, I slept with my best friend who is my ex's ex-best friend. They were like best friends for years. And, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I finally, you know, going to get with the best friend? Um, but my best friend is, he lives with his girlfriend who has a daughter. So he's just, like, super invested into that. And he really is, he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, should I see, you know, if things will develop further with the nephew and, like, try to tackle that and try to, because I really like him, like, a lot. I wish we met first. Um, or should I tell my best friend, like, to leave his girlfriend for me? But, like, I don't know. I don't condone cheating, and I hate that that has to go down that way. Um, or should I just let things be and just do, like, just keep hanging out with the nephew? Or I don't know. I need your help. Um, so whatever advice you can give me would be amazing. But thank you. Okay, first things first. Stop. <laughs> Breathe. And cease and desist touching all men. Stay away from all men. I, my <laughs> advice was become join a nunnery. <laughs> yeah. Like, we... Effective immediately, we need you to stay away from all men for 90 days minimum. Your liability <laughs> to yourself and yes. others. You, it's, like, it's like you have this car and you're just crashing yes. into every tree. Yes. No mercy. There are people dying. <laughs> the news reports are out there. People are texting about you and you're just like, I think I want to be with this best friend. Sorry, I'm being such a bitch right no, now. But no, like, no, no, no. This is what needs to be said. And man, like, you also have this innocent voice. Like you just like, I don't know how I ended up like, here. How did that, dude, and I'm going to say this right now. If, okay, well, there's three guys in the mix right now. You're going to date one of them, and then you're going to leave him for another man. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Like, it's, yeah, I, okay, you're good at this stuff. I, I, I'm ready for your... I feel like I'm listening to the show right now. Hit me. <laughs> Here's the thing. You thought I'd been nice this whole time. This is when you see the real Mike and Colors come out. Okay, you know what? We're just... It, full disclaimer, we're going in on you. Oh, Let's we go. are. We are. And you... Oh, my God. I don't know what your fucking deal is. I don't know what your story is or what your history is. But even based on how you talk about this call, it's life is happening to you. and You have you're not in the driver's seat and it's just whatever. Oh, yeah. This is not normal. This isn't just like, a OK, so like, do I break up my like best? First of all, your best friend, your best friend, you're fucking your best friend who lives with his girlfriend and has a baby. Oh, my and you're God. Like, Oh, like, but it's my best. Like, do you care about him at all? No. Do you care about yourself? No. What do you care about? I uh, dick. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, cock. You cold hard but, like, cock. Dick that's in the same circle. She don't yeah. leave yeah. the circle. I've, uh, dude, oh my god, you're a uh-huh. you're a homie hopper. Oh, oh. like, <gasps> you, and yes. that is that is the. That is the that is the kiss of death. Yes. <laughs> like, it's fucking it's fucking over. Like. You, that's no, it's, it's, it is the worst kind of 
person to be because also you like you said you literally you're a fucking tornado and you're just like taking anything in and it's just you're not literally thi- literally <laughs> you are <laughs> pussy tornado <laughs> and everything's getting caught up a in vaginal it vaginal tornado <laughs> this is so fucked dude and you need like when i like i need you to move I need you to move. You need to fucking and like go to soul. (laughs) I was going to say, if if we were so advanced that you could if you could live on a spaceship, (laughs) I would advise I would start a GoFundMe to get your ass in space. You need to do like fuck. There's so many layers to this. So fucking many. I would like you to go to therapy um i don't know if you have any friends that you've never slept with and that's not a judgment <laughs> but i need you to find a good female friend that you've never fucked do you have female friends i don't any female friend would be like vicky does she what's her name uh, I mean, we'll call we her vicky yeah. vicky what the fuck we're your friends right now and we are disappointed and if they're not doing that you don't have any real friends and you know what i fucking bet vicky you you do have female friends and you didn't tell them about no. this or they know and you just won't listen oh no. everyone or knows. vicky's a scorpio and it's like i'll sting you bitch <laughs> i also don't know if you're a scorpio though because you don't seem aware Ooh. of what you're doing can we please guess the sign hold on you ready ready i don't know gemini I don't... <laughs> yeah i you're not wrong there that could make sense because I just am confused as shit. Also, I could, I'm going to say it. I could see a Pisces too. Oh, because Pi- it's a in your own head kind yep. of fantasy land sort of thing. You're not really thinking oh, of so consequences. True. Please. Uh, can you just let us know? I know we're being mean, but can you let us know if we're right? <laughs> yeah. Please, if you're still here. <laughs> please just send us your whole chart. Um, that Dude. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is. Vicky, this is so bad. Mm-hmm. And Vicky, I'm also really concerned because you literally asked us, so which one should I date? Yeah. You should date none of them. You can't date any of them. Or anybody, period. No. Right now. This is the, the cold, hard, nasty, dirty fucking truth. Um, it's hard. I'm about, it's hard for me to. Go ahead. All three of these guys, I think they probably know what's mm-hmm. going on. Friends of friends know. Somebody knows. You, I'm sure you've talked to people about this. And I don't think anyone respects you right now. No. And you're right now, you're making a really strong case for you to end up in hell. And yeah. like, as somebody who will probably be there, I mean, not probably, I'll see you there. I would I would like to spare you. We're going to be in line. We're gonna be like, oh my God, is that Vicky? Vicky? <laughs> Shut up. The pass around girl. Oh, oh yeah. Homie God. Hopper. No, so you just, this is the thing. This is an I extreme think, sport. This yeah, is an extreme sport. This is the new X Games. Yeah. You need to do recon in this. And I think you need to, this is what I'll, I think the first thing you need to do is you need to apologize to your best friend and say, I'm so sorry that I put you in this situation. I'm so sorry that I put your relationship and your family and your relationship with your kid at risk for this. That was incredibly selfish of me. And I'm really sorry that I did that. And then you need to apologize to the nephew and be like, I'm really sorry that I created an an uncomfortable and potentially like shattering familial relationship with you and your family and made that really incredibly awkward that was not my place to do so and that was not fair i'm going to um book a one-way ticket to (laughs) berlin and follow my travel blog where i talk about abstinence yeah you you can't do not touch any men and you know what you know what vicky i really want you to i i can't i can't let go of the daughter thing because dude that's I, because first of all, like I wait, do you have kids? You don't have kids, no. right? When do you, do you plan on having? I kids? have plan on having kids. Okay, eventually, but, eventually, same. I'm yeah. shooting for I'm shooting for like 32, 33 yes, yes, or so. Yes, yes. You know, but like when I have kids, like 
that is that's so important to me and so the first thing i'm thinking of is like you fucking bitch i want you to imagine that child as a 15 year old girl and you have to tell her that you broke up Mm -hmm. her parents for funsies yeah because you felt like it because you didn't know how you were feeling that day like have that conversation with that child in your head and you need to realize the magnitude of what you're doing to yourself and the people around you this is really fucking gross well your decision making skills are (sighs) It's what you're saying and what you're doing don't line up. And therefore that's like, that's what you need therapy for. Like you need, like the fact that you're like, I don't condone cheating, but I cheated. Mm-hmm. I don't condone all this, but I'm still doing it. So you're not matching up with like you're. You, this is what I keep saying when I'm like, it's like, you don't realize that you're the one making the decisions. Like you're choosing this, you're putting yourself in this. Mm-hmm. And also she like the best friend, he said that he's about his family and, and stuff. And she's like, do I need to tell him to leave his girlfriend? No. If he wanted to leave her, he would have. Yes. He does not want you. No. no. You need, this is, you need to stop dating and you need to be a, I'm going to, this sounds really fucking bitchy. Yeah. You need to be a better woman. Oh. You need to go make some mm. female friends, some really yes. great female friends. Yeah. Spend some time with them. I don't know what your, again, I don't know your story or your history or what your life growing up is like. And trauma and all of that stuff affects who we are as adults and things situations we've been through and right now it's you from women can tell you that if you were my friend i would not like the person you are right now so and i don't foresee you as you are and the choices that you're making i don't foresee you having a lot of people who are really looking out for you or caring about you or who are going to prioritize you because it's really abundantly clear if i was your friend and i saw you acting like this i'd be like that's not a girl that I can be friends with because uh, I can't yep. trust her. No. And that's not who you want to be. And it's a slippery fucking slope and boys and dating and all of that stuff can be exciting and validating picking. Do you know what's even more validating than a guy liking you? A fucking girl liking you. Do you know how great it feels when a girl that you have a friend crush on wants to hang out with you mm-hmm. or when a girl compliments your outfit that versus a guy? so true. You think that you so need true. all of this approval from like whatever gender. I'm going to specifically say like in heterosexual relationships though, women t- find that that validation from men also like that's hello daddy issues all of that kind of shit and right. maybe mine's my issue because i have mommy issues i really want validation from women but i find that that is something that is so much for not only is it more fulfilling it sustains you so much more than validation from men because mm-hmm. if you're friends with these other women who aren't you're not dating and you're not hooking up with their validation of you is you as a person and has nothing to do with what you're going to give them or what you're going to do for them or sexually or anything like that so you need to focus on that and that's that's just what you need because you can't you're not even looking out for yourself right now yeah what are you looking for like what, what if what's this girlfriend, the end goal here and here's the thing what if this fucking girlfriend like the the babe like baby mama or whatever like what if she's got an anger problem what if she fucking stabs you whose oh. fault that whose fault that you got stabbed like <laughs> no if ands or buts like you're gonna get your ass that's beat. what i mean like, like at this 100%. point if you haven't already had this blow up in your face so massively it's going to yeah what happens when you hook up with someone who's married or what happens when you hook up like do you know what i mean like there's some there's you're just not being safe at all about this and the world's no offense. And as a Leo, this is a hard thing for me to say. The world doesn't revolve around you. And like, you're treating this again, hurricane vagina. Like this is like, this is everything is about you and everything's all around you. How can you make, how can you make all of these people and these characters in your life work for you? And you're not thinking about them. And it's because you don't care about them. And 
as a baby you don't really care about yourself right yeah. now and th- these are not characters they are people and you're yeah. treat you she's right there you're treating them like characters mm-hmm. in vicky's little play mm-hmm. like in, in and, and honestly the real advice here is you've you've tangled up a very nasty web of a lot of different things and uh prepare for a crash landing because yeah. there's no way that this ends well there's absolutely no way that all three of the men come out and they say it turns into the fucking bachelor and you mm-hmm. get to choose which one you want and there's a couple more hot ones sprinkled in like that's not gonna happen no. it's um i have no idea what is in your future in the next six months but uh it's probably not gonna be good no and this is if you can admit it and realize that and take accountability and that's not where it ends. That's where it starts. And then go into like the healing process, therapy, all of that sort of stuff. I think you'll, you know, solidify or give you a lot better chances to end up with a healthy relationship and good surrounded by good people. But if you literally keep doing this, dude, like it's, you know, the, 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 the bad advice I would have, if you don't want to listen to any of this, apply for the bachelor. <laughs> oh my God. We don't know. We don't no. stand. No, we don't stand. We don't stand at all. Absolutely and she definitely not. stopped listening. Yeah. No. Well, if you're still here, Vicky, right now, we're your only friends. And yeah. We're disappointed. We're disappointed. We're di- and this is sometimes what female love is like. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's it's real. It's real tough. And God, you need that friend that like gives it oh, to yeah. you. Like mm-hmm. like when you when you're like, I I need help. And they're like, well, bitch, first of all. And yep. we got a lot of things to say mm-hmm. to you, Vicky, but we just mm-hmm. gonna start with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little surface level, a little sprinkle, sprinkle, see if you can get it done. Is it time for? Don't blame them. Okay. So don't blame them is where other listeners will call in with their own advice from previous calls. So if mm-hmm. they've got some of their own um, experience with some shit. Hey guys, I'm calling about the girl um, who called in because the boyfriend's dog was everywhere that they were, including in the bedroom while they were banging. So I have advice for that. In my situation, I'm the person who's weirdly attached to their dog. She doesn't sit at the dining room table with me like that guy's dog does, but um, she's always with me. And um, a few months ago, I got my own place, and my boyfriend would come over. And we're trying to, like, get our shit on (laughs) in my bedroom. And my dog is standing next to the bed. She's small. She's a miniature dachshund. So she's standing next to the bed, trying to jump up onto the bed. And she's not making it because she's so small. Um, And she would whine. She would cry while we were having sex. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be an issue. Let's put her out in the hall and close the door. The whining continued louder out in the hall, so that didn't work. So I went on to Chewy, and I found compressed bones that she loves. (laughs) So now I say that this is so weird. Um, I say that my dog is getting (laughs) boned while I'm getting boned because I give her one of the compressed bones that she can chew on while I'm getting laid. Um, but it works like a charm. Like I give her that bone and it's like she's in her own little world and it's worked so well. She used to get scared when my boyfriend and I would have sex cause that shit gets aggressive cause it's wonderful. Um, and she got so scared one time that she peed. So that is my advice to her. If his dog is so attached to the boyfriend, the dog's owner, that maybe it's not a good idea to put the dog out in the hall or something like that, get that dog a compressed bone 
and let that dog get boned while you're getting boned. Bye. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I've, those compressor things will work. Yeah, I yeah. love that for you. I also do love the bone and bone. It's, mm-hmm. a, good, it's a nice duality. Wow. That's, some, yeah, that's, I that's also, helpful. I can't believe you didn't shut the door immediately, though. That's like the one thing I don't, I mean, I don't have a dog yet, but I would just shut the door. I would not let my dog watch. That's no. inappropriate. Or a lot of people do it, though. I'm not okay. My dog is my child. <laughs> that is my baby. And you, you will not. Funny enough, someone else called. <laughs> and they were saying the same thing that, like, they were like, my dog's my child. And I left them in the room. And then she's like, hold on. No, that's weird. I can't say that because I would not let my child in the room while I'm having sex. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh, my God. I, I would cry. I couldn't do it. But. Yeah, no. No, not at all. And it would just take me out 100% of the mood mm. if I'm just like hearing like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh. I'd be like, same dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He just adds to it. But uh, I think that's great advice. Not yeah. an ad for Chewy, but we're open to the if ad. If it works, mm-hmm. it works. Neither of us have dogs yet, but we can make the ad. I want one. Get I want boned. a dog. I do boned. want a dog. I want a dog. So. I can't wait. Um, well, that's it for our episode. Oh my god. Thank you for being on. Plug your shit. Where pe- can people oh, follow you? Thanks. Thanks. Thanks Bibble, for having Bibble, me Bibble, on. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 at Big Boss Bows. I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitch. I just started streaming on Twitch oh, wow. again. Yeah, twitch.tv slash big boss bows. Uh I just like talk mad shit. I just quit my job. So Fuck yeah. yeah. So I'm I don't know. I'm just doing shit. I'm, I love it. I'm happy to be here. Hell, so. We're very happy to have and also happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, oh my god, I forgot. I Thank didn't. you. Thank you. I'm Fuck taking yeah. myself out for a little dinner. Hell yeah. Yeah, you I'm should. Excited. Uh, if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode or if you want to give us an update, give us a call at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen ad-free, check us out on Stitcher Premium. We've got video on YouTube and the audio version everywhere. iTunes, all of the uh, Spotify, all of that stuff. Pre-order my book, You're Not Special, on Amazon or anywhere else. Comes out May 5th. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Everything's linked down below. Just, 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 just check or just expand wherever the notes. Just go mm-hmm. find it. And cool. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't blame me. Is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa Demonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.